and welcome to an exciting episode of Across the Pondcast. I am your host, Mr. Reginald Ray, and with me today, I have Nye Elder. Elder, how are you doing, sir? <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, <laughs> just a completely unscripted. <laughs> no warning. Let's just go into a voice trail. Yeah, that. yeah, exactly. I I had been thinking about that all day, and I was I was kind of hoping you would pick up that like start riffing your your American accent, but it's cool. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> well, how to that cowboy? <laughs> I I learned I could do that voice like you know in the boredom of quarantine because like I was recording episodes of um like my lesson plans because you know I used to teach and mm. I. I just got bored one day and I recorded an entire lesson like in this Richard Attenborough voice talking about poetry. And if, <laughs> if I had it somewhere, like I, I would make it available just cause I think it's ridiculous and funny, but yeah. So yes, this is uh, across the podcast. Um, it is not an actual play podcast, but it is an actually us talking podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a very loose kind of free flowy, um, <laughs> I want to say podcasts that we've been doing, but like, we just haven't been recording usually like, yeah. uh, before we get into recording episodes, Nye and I will just like, just be talking and riffing while Laura and Laura's getting set up. And, uh, um, yeah. And so she'd just be sitting there with her, her mic muted, just listening to us, just yeah. jibber jabber until we were ready to go. Oh yeah, definitely. And I can say like when you're, when you do stuff online, especially if it's, it's recorded or, you know, anything like that, you always shoot the shit. Like, um, like oh, yeah. it's almost like you're in the green room before going on. Right. And it's, right. And, it, and like part of it is just like, cause you want to, you want to kind of like get any like, uh, nervous energy out of the way. Cause it can still be a little bit nerve wracking recording yourself and stuff. But it's also just because we like talking to each other. Like it's true. And <laughs> right, yeah. We and we like share a lot of similar interests. So it just kind of mm-hmm. yeah. works. And it also like it, it reminds me of like like um I was on Pot of Blunders and during the interview I kind of attributed um you know one of the things that I really like about my wife is that like we have a lot of similar interests, but like we know a lot about different spaces in our interest fields. So I'm a very big uh, comic book fan, and so is she. But the comic books that I like, um, you know, I like Spider-Man, and I like the Avengers, and I like the magical side of things. And meanwhile, she's all about the X-Men, and, you know, she's really into Batman comics, where I'm into Superman comics. So, you know, we know a lot about comics, but we just know about these different areas. And I've, <laughs> I'm going a long way of saying... I feel like that's kind of the same energy I have with you. Like we both have common interests, but we have different perspectives. And I attribute a lot of that to, you know, you're in the UK and Scotland specifically, and I'm in, you know, Oklahoma in the Midwest or Southwest, or I'm not really sure where Oklahoma is, but like regionally, (laughs) like, like seriously, it's, it's something that's really big. Like every, almost every American geography book, that you find puts Oklahoma in like a different region. Like some of them just say we're in the South. Some of them say, you know, we're in this Southwest, which is pretty mm-hmm. much us in Texas and New Mexico, I think, and maybe Arizona. And then there are some who say, you know, we're in the Midwest and they lump us up with can like Kansas. And it's just, yeah, nobody really wants us. We're just kind of there. We're just in this awkward space. 
And, you know, that's yeah. that's Oklahoma yeah. for you. American geography is hard. At least it's hard for me. I don't know what anywhere is. And I have quite a few friends now who live in America, yourself included. And I, I don't know where half of your states are. I, I vaguely know where the East Coasts are and where the West And Once we get in the middle, it's like, oh, fuck, no, no clue. I guess I also know the ones in the South, but that's it. That's that's where the, the line stops. Fuck knows what's in the North. <laughs> yeah, and I mean... <laughs> Canada. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, American states are so weird. If you look up like the history of how a lot of them were made, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, they just... Like, you know, natural boundaries you would think would apply, but literally it's this they looked at at the map and just said okay we had a lot of people like move out here and so we had to create a state real fast and you know we had to create a lot of states like that but like because they discovered gold in california you just had people move from the east coast to the west coast really fast and nobody stopped in the middle yeah. and so oh yeah it's it's kind of like a puzzle where you fill in the outsides and then you kind of have to just do something with the inside and so they just mm-hmm. drew squares and like okay that works yeah, definitely. And it's interesting as well because it's funny to me because like American history is an interest of mine, but it's an interest of mine in a kind of like like in a kind of well, in a foreign sense, because I'm not from there. So it's it's quite fascinating learning about these things. But definitely I never consider that from your perspective or from a lot of your guys' perspective where it's like looking at British history because like all that stuff's just like that's um, Jem, my partner has a great point about this where it's like when they were in uh, like Germany and and, and Europe in general Mm -hmm. they would always want to see the castles but their friends who were European were like really? like you really want to see them? And I and, and when we were talking about this for the first time, I was like, oh yeah, totally. I completely understand their background because castles are something you go to on a school trip because this it's just like I mean schools they're usually they're historic sites and yeah, yeah. without getting into the specifics, basically Britain is like you know protect historic sites and make sure people can like, get access and learn and all that kind of lovely stuff. But it's just funny to me because if you grew up in the uk you probably went to at least one and i gotta be honest yeah a lot of castles it's like yep this is uh this is a castle but if you're from the united states you guys like don't don't have them you you have like maybe some forts but you don't have like yeah you know i mean there's a castle near me but it's and i'm putting this in quotes it's called the castle of muskogee and mm-hmm. basically it's like a roadside attraction. They built a, a like a cement building that's sort of castle-like, mm-hmm. but it's like a one-story castle. Yeah. And I and I and it's like I always I always feel like bad when I'm like, we have castles and you don't, because it's a silly thing because mm-hmm. the history, you know, history is everyone's and all cultures have got very, very long standing histories. It's just interesting that Europeans were like, yes, we castles, we like these. Yeah. <laughs> like we really like castles for well, I mean, obviously there's historiographical reasons, but I just like the idea is like, yeah, castles. Uh I okay, two things. One, like I I of course want to see a castle. Um, I I think from what I've seen like online, um, I, I love England, but uh, the UK really has some butt ugly castles. I think it's more of like Germany that has like the prettier fairy tale esque. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, definitely. I think I think if I was going to go castle hopping, it would probably be in Germany. Sorry. 
that's fair enough i mean you've also got you got to bear in mind though like the history like a lot of these like a lot of central and western european uh like countries their histories are different from the uk's more in the sense because the uk's whole thing right and it's still a thing today if you ask me is this kind of aloofness because there's there's water between us and the rest of europe it's Mm -hmm. like hmm so for example a lot of the castles that you'll see that are kind of these squat practical things because most of the people you have to defend against are not that far away and you and once mm-hmm. uh britain became well not unified because that took a bit uh, by that time castles were a bygone but like yeah like you know it's it, it's interesting um i definitely think though that I'm trying to think where. I, yeah, I guess German castles are the be- most beautiful. I'm trying to think if there was any others like in Spain uh, or France, but I think they're they're all very distinct, and I like yeah. I really love that um, because you know, in the same amount of space between you know Germany, France, and Spain, you have three different. And I mean, if you want to throw the UK in too, you have very different architecture style just among them. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but in the same amount of geographical space, if you put it like almost anywhere in america like you don't see that much of a difference like mm-hmm. between how we do our architecture it's yeah so uh i want to pose this since we're on the subject of you know um americans loving to go to europe and see the castles um if you came to the u.s what would be the first like big u.s thing you'd want to go see oh i was actually talking about this yesterday with uh well some people that you know ray uh from uh, doug's uh Dragonborn Doug's stream, the people that we stream with there. Because yeah. uh, I was telling them about how uh, America's natural splendor, like just your national parks and stuff, like kind of, I think for a lot of British people, myself especially, because like I did zoology, I, I love animals mm-hmm. and nature. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they kind of do blow our minds because it's like like one of the largest national parks here would be like the Cairngorms, which I'm like an hour, I want to say, away from. And I think, uh, oh, fuck, Lake Windermere, I want to say in England. Yeah, that is in England. Oh, you know, they're, they're pretty big national parks, but they're like titchy compared to like your average sized ones. And I think the fact that you do just have so much that's there, obviously, depending on how the world goes, maybe it won't all be there. Hopefully it all will be, but yeah. Yeah, but I, yeah, definitely that. It's very ironic that, you know, you all find our parks so, so like the nature of our parks very spectacular. Well, at the same time, like, I think we're like the world leader by head and shoulders on pollution. Yeah. Yeah. So, Which is, yeah, it's, de- it's definitely an issue. And I think that it's, well, but I mean, it's also a problem in the UK because like a big thing for us, right? Mm-hmm kind of in the same way with New Zealand, except New Zealand has a justified reason where Britain doesn't, uh, like the gimmick, I guess Japan as well, like it's an island nation where nothing can hurt us. <laughs> That's yeah. like the biggest thing we have here are like red deer and they like live <laughs> way up. North. Red deer are big though. Like they, they'll fuck you up if they want to, but they oh, are really? so far north. Oh yeah, huge. Uh, I think they're the largest... Yeah, well, they're our largest mammal in the UK, definitely. Okay, I think this kind of goes to like the difference of like deer between for you and deer for me. Like deer for me are like they're very agile and very skittish. Like, mm-hmm. 
And so like they're more likely to run than to engage us. Oh, like- oh yeah. Well, it's like, I mean, the the red deer herds live like up in the highlands. So they're they're way, way far away from me, relatively. Like I've never seen one in the wilds. Uh and I, you know, it's it's it would be it's one of those like um zoologist like experiences you would go up there because you kind of have to because mm-hmm. they're managed because we don't have any wolves to eat them so we have to manage them and that's why i'm no seriously I'm, oh yeah yeah like fun historical fact i'm sure you know this uh you guys had a similar problem in like yellowstone and stuff mm-hmm. because all the wolves had been just yeah. wiped out yeah, for yeah. bullshit reasons uh but you reintroduced them because because mm-hmm you needed to because the deer yeah. were destroying everything, everything. yeah as they which do. is yeah well it's, it's not their fault it's just nature like yeah. deer needs herbivores need to be kept their populations need to be kept in check naturally by predators that's just the natural cycle it's mm-hmm. you know lion king talks about this right right yeah yeah i always i always love it's like no i always love saying it's like fucking hell like lion king a, a movie for and this is not an insult it's just it's just an observable fact a movie for children right mm-hmm. i mean obviously adults can enjoy it but it's a movie for children explains why we need to look after the natural world <laughs> and most people are like well why do we need to bring back wolves or bring you know like why do we need mm-hmm. to look after the natural food chain it's like because because it won't work <laughs> the, the circle of life they say a song about it learn yeah. the lesson <laughs> exactly but um yeah it's like that's what i'm saying though the uk kind of um a a big thing it was kind of a big thing when i was in high school and then kind of the conversation had died down by the time i was in uni but uh, a process called rewilding and this is a thing all across the globe uh but it's the idea of returning a lot of uh britain's old natural biota back to britain um so like bringing back brown bears and wolves uh i was gonna and... say if you all you all need some predators i mean we've got a lot of predators if you want to borrow some yeah yeah no. well interesting enough that is one of the criticisms which is one of the fair criticisms is the fact that it's not really the same thing because say we take bears from like russia or some other european country they're not british bears mm-hmm. they are european bears that are living in britain and it's not really the same thing yeah you can but then tell there's other people yeah i was gonna say you can tell they're not british bears because they don't like lift up their pinky claw when they're drinking tea <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's like um and and there is concerns because as i said it is kind of considered a, a british thing that nothing here can kill us like we don't mm. have any dangerous animals our weather is well until recently fairly <laughs> mild yeah, yeah. Oh. But uh, yeah, it's it's um, I don't know. It, it's an interesting aspect. But the, it, going back to the original question, uh, yeah, like your natural splendor to me is something that Americans should celebrate and protect. Mm-hmm. Slaying that under the door, not that I need it for you, but yeah. <laughs> for a lot of other people, maybe just protect it, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I mean, there's there's considerable efforts for that. I mean, it's. I like to say it's pretty well protected, but you know, it's protected by Congress. And I don't want to say that our government officials can be bought, but like there's literally a job called a lobbyist that, you know, you yeah. can buy a politician yeah. with. Mm-hmm. It Yeah, it sucks. I mean, but like, I mean, you've talked about this as before, like you've brought this up, but it's like, I think, I don't think it's controversial to say like, Hey, like 
give First Nations people ownership of their land mm-hmm. and they protect it. And studies have shown like that is a really effective way mm-hmm. to protect especially the natural yeah especially give, if give you the start... land back to the people who owe it or who, yeah. who it is theirs yeah yeah and i mean you know a lot of that like land preservation is um a part of uh cultures like exactly and and i i'm getting like to the edge of my knowledge because i don't know like specifics about oh, of course you know, yeah but i i've watched uh some documentaries um what really fascinates me is um like I love Buffalo. Like they're, they're some of my favorite animals. Like I love just, mm-hmm. they're just these big meaty tanks. And um, like a lot of people don't understand, like they're not like cows, like cows have been like bred over, you know, thousands of years mm-hmm. to, to be domesticated. And meanwhile, Buffalo like have lived for thousands of years, domesticating us in a sense, like they move around and like people just followed them. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. you know, in the 1800s, going back to the gold rush, people were moving west and they just see all this buffalo meat. And anybody who's ever played Oregon Trail, shooting the buffalo is fun. And I, I say that, you know, jokingly, but, um, you know, mm-hmm. there's there's journals of like travelers who just went west and they talk about like just going over like a hill or something and just seeing like prairies just covered in buffalo. Mm-hmm. Like, and there's really morbid photos that you can find of the effects of the settlers moving over where they would just, just slaughter these animals for no reason because they could. Mm. Well, there's things like they, they were killing so many, they were just using the bones as fertilizer because it mm-hmm. was just, there was so much of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's not like an eco-friendly thing. Like that yeah. was, Oh, well, fuck it. Like we, we, we just usually use dung or something, but eh, we've got all these bones because yeah. we eat all the meat and things like that. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah. so they, they've hunted the Buffalo like to near extinction and um, there's real push from, from the first nations to really um, revitalize those animals. Exactly. And yeah. it's, it's just now getting to the point where, um, you know, and also like technology's cut up because Buffalo are very hard to domesticate because, you know, they're, they're like two ton tanks mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. And so we've just gotten to the point where we can like actually like start like fencing them in. And, um, you know, now Buffalo meat is, is available in, in a few grocery stores. It's still pretty pricey compared to beef, but, Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's amazing meat. It's really good. And, you know, buying it helps support, you know, the, the industry, but they're also talking about how, um, the kind of grass that, that the Buffalo eat is, uh, okay, it's been years since I've watched this, but like the kind of grass that they eat is, um, it's less invasive, I guess, and it's yeah. better at like retaining water and like it's it's better for the environment. And yeah, so, yeah. like having them like culling the grass and like you know encouraging the growth of this other kind of grass is is good. So, like mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, here's my spiel: if if you have a chance to get buffalo meat, like do it um it's good tasty meat it makes a great chili or whatever um and it it helps a good cause so i'll it, get off it, my soapbox no it's it's fine well we always are on soapboxes right. um and, and i think you did strike a good point where it's like if you're listening to this and think man they're experts on this fuck no no, no please go to reputable sources preferably from the actual people 
and experts that study this stuff. Mm-hmm. We're just two, we're not posers because we genuinely are interested, but we're also not by at all authorities on this. So please do your own research. We, and, yeah, we and, are yeah. The, the Wikipedia. So, you know, find something interesting <laughs> and then yeah. go look for the source that backs it up. Don't don't exactly. just go off of our yeah. word. Yeah, no, don't never, yeah. But it's it's interesting because something we talk about quite a lot. You 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 were mentioning this with um the in the capacity of like history. We haven't talked about the fact like you and I agree on this. Uh, we've talked about it before where it's the idea that it's not that like in the bygone eras people made decisions and and had ideas that are not similar to now. It's just now we have more information mm-hmm. and different problems. So like. When we talk about the settlers, I think there are some people who will look at that and go, oh, well, they were just dumb settlers. They didn't know any better. It's like, no, no, they they had they maybe didn't have the same wealth of information. Yeah. And they maybe didn't understand the ramifications. But they 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 did they did know what they were doing. Like they were going, yes, yeah. we are killing lots and lots of these animals. And like there's like tons of stuff like that where it's and there's lots of like silly stuff as well. Like I was talking to my mom recently. And she was talking about like how uh, like how language changes. Uh, and this makes them really intellectual. We were talking about like tech speech and stuff. And it's like, like my argument was that like, oh, it's not changed that much. It's it's just the medium has changed because we have phones and shit now. But like, you know, it's just a normal part of, you know, human history is that we language changes and it changes mm-hmm. based on the medium and the 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 purpose mm-hmm. but it's still you know the same thing words come and go and they come back sometimes and they never come back and you know it's just yeah it is yeah. What it is i saw something the other day that was talking about like the influence of monetization on language and so oh, like shit, yeah. like replacing like because now if you say dead or death in like tiktok videos like you can get demonetized or something like that yeah and it goes for youtube too i think i, I don't know i'm i'm not a huge content creator on those platforms so i don't know a whole lot but um yeah. so you see a lot of creators like instead of saying dead or dying they'll say unalive and people yeah, just yeah, like yeah. latch on to that so yeah like people are are gonna start like you know there could be an entire shift just off of um you know well, money but it's it kind of it kind of does like hit a nerve for me when it's like because there's, there's so much of this like corporatization of of entertainment but in a very manipulative manner like everyone makes the argument it's like hey it's their whatever it's their business it's their company they should be allowed to do what they want and you're sitting there going that is completely correct I would never insinuate that the power of somebody's business should be taken away from them. That being said, the power for me to think it's really silly for YouTube to say, for example, you can't swear in the first 30 seconds <coughs> to make things ad friendly is, is, it was a bit stupid and silly, honestly. Mm-hmm. And there's some less nice things um, to be said, uh, which, you know, we don't have to go into that, but it, it just, it's like it's really frustrating to me because it's like oh my goodness you know just yeah you can't what's what i'm looking for you can't make the argument that people are free to do what they want but you're not allowed to say that they what they can you know i mean you can't criticize them they're free to do what they want but you can't criticize them like well but that 
that's a bit unfair there. It's yeah. Just take, it's give and take, you know? I mean, it's like you're not allowed to swear in the first 30 seconds in a, in a, or a minute in a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. But also, I can go onto YouTube right now and find tons of tutorial videos about how to do, like, how I can, like, neuter and spay my cats at home. Like, that's oh, yeah. totally a thing you can find on YouTube and it's mm-hmm. monetized just as easily. Yeah. Like, and, I need, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. And it doesn't make a ton of sense to me, but you know, I'm, I'm always not a fan of censorship. Like, um, well, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's, it's the control and the manipulation of it that frustrates me. So one of the things that happened, uh, this was like last year, the year before, uh, Mm -hmm. I I think it was peak kind of COVID. So obviously that's just the sad times for everybody. Um, it was to do with, I think it was OnlyFans, I think, but it may have been PayPal, one of the two. Regardless, I know that both of them the, have done shady stuff. I was going to say so the I don't, usual I don't feel guilty. Yeah. yeah. Um, they were not concerning. They were actually going to rescind all uh, adult entertainment, let's say, because, mm-hmm. and I shit you not, they were embarrassed that they had to go to the banks that they were depositing their, like the financial money saying a lot of it had come from adult entertainment. And you're kind of sitting there going, that, that is a, that is a huge, like overhand reach to other people's Mm -hmm. like own personal um, free wills and things like that. Like that's actually saying like, no, you cannot be this way. You cannot do this as a living because we're, we, and like, (laughs) Like we've said it on the pot, like we've said it on the um, two dollar. Like, um, you know, I'm not a particularly like I'm not always great with this kind of stuff. I've just called it adult entertainment, and <laughs> that's a huge euphemism right there. I can understand if someone was offended by that. But there's a big difference between like your own comfortability and like as an individual and a corporation of lots of executives going, <sighs> "Yeah, this is embarrassing," and it's like. Uh, is yeah, yet. that that no, that's where I, I'm just like, no, that that's I, bullshit. I've had I've had a lot of friends who were impacted by that, um, mm-hmm. yeah. and <laughs> I know that sounds kind of bad. You know, I have I have friends in the business, which you know, it's true. <laughs> it's not like you know, I I pay these people and you know they talk to me. It's nothing like that. I mean, no, yeah. In some cases, yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just the idea of like them being embarrassed, like fucking get over it. Like I know exactly. Yeah. You know, uh, I and this is probably coming from, you know, my American capitalist raisings. Uh, but I mean, if it makes you money, who the fuck cares? Well, it's 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 also it, it's also like an erasure of well, I mean, to be clear, it's an erasure of an entire like ec- economic industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. To put it simply, sex work, as they say, sex work is work. Mm-hmm. And to say Oh well, we we don't want to acknowledge it because we're embarrassed. Is is frankly pathetic. It's like no, that that right there, is is a working industry, and to ignore it for, I'm going to say silly because I'm yeah. I'm trying not to I'm no no to fly off the handle. But you know, I mean yeah, it's just it's, like fuck it's sake. so silly. Yeah, I mean, I I think <laughs> I think if there's ever a platform that just like accepts what it is, like you know. Yeah, you can do like X, Y, and Z. So, so like OnlyFans, you know, you can still do like creative stuff, like you know, draw whatever pictures, or you know, do 
I know OnlyFans has other functions to it, but I only know it for sex work, I'll be honest. But um, I think that's what it's most well known for. But I do I I do I know think it, it started it out as yeah. It started out as like a an exercise, like social platform. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. didn't know that. If, if if I recall if it's if I recall rightly, I think it was OnlyFans that started out as like a health like social media platform or like that, a way to connect hilarious. with you and, and, <laughs> and then the sex workers were like hey i could make a lot of money off this and then yeah. only fans was like i mean yeah sure so you could come in and then they started getting a lot of money for it because people pay for that stuff exactly. and they're like oh oh our face is changing to the public we should do something and yeah i think anyways as i was saying i think if a platform like just realize that yeah this is a possibility this brings us in money and it becomes okay with it and if they could get teamed up with or even do on their own like money handling like you know something like paypal that's also okay with it because paypal technically doesn't accept like sex work for it you have to label it as something else but yeah yeah um like if if you could just get a platform that could do both or that would be okay with it then like you could have like a really prosperable prosperable prosperous industry like platform yeah i do feel like that is what Pornhub is but then i don't know much about that that's 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 very true like i (laughs) i I don't i haven't heard too many bad things about them this is where like i find out they've done all these horrible things i'll be like oh fuck um I don't think they have. I, we don't have to look it up. Yeah, so I, we're I doing this off the cuff. If somebody um, I comes know, to me with that information, then I will. I know their their twitters are are hilarious because they just like if you're if you like you know little little crude humor sometimes like they post some really funny stuff mm-hmm. you know but yeah I I don't know I think there's something about like having Pornhub on my credit card statement is is a little bit different than you know only oh, fans totally. yeah but I think no, it's I, only I just a little that. bit. Yeah. You know, and, and after I made this whole spiel, I'm talking about how embarrassed I would be to have Pornhub on my credit card statement. But well, I mean, but that that's you as an individual. Like that's what I'm saying. That's true. I, I'm not trying to infringe on anyone's personal well-being in what you're comfortable with, because that's a mm-hmm. very, very personal part. But there's a big difference when, as I said, like this is a big kind of ethos of mine. Like people shouldn't see corporations as an individual because they're not. They're made up of usually lots of people, and to begin with, lots of individuals who are working there. I'm probably not getting paid very well. I, I don't know why I whispered that. I'm probably not yeah. getting paid very well. Why the fuck am I whispering that? We all know. I don't know. It's, it's not a secret. Yeah. 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 Um, and it's got executives. And again, it's it's a group of people usually, actually mostly making terrible decisions. So you can't. You know, I mean, that's just what frustrates me when people talk about like, I don't know, no, video games are easy. Like, you know, yeah. Activision or Ubisoft, like they're a person, like there's someone you know. It's like, no, it's a huge corporation that mm-hmm. makes products for you to buy. And you know, as long as you buy them, they don't care. So, yeah. you know, you put it like that. Now that has me thinking about like, like Tumblr. Tumblr used to be a, a huge place for sex workers. And oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Tumblr was like, okay, no more porn. And like, you had like not safe for work artists, like people who just drew like cartoons, mm. like didn't even like, you know, do any human nudity. Humidity. 
anyways um but yeah they they drew like cartoon porn and they were like um does this include us too and tumblr like never like give them a solid response so you had a ton of like not safe for work people who just like just dropped the platform and they moved over to like twitter and like some other places um only only fans was one of them and i think that's like part of why that blew up so much Mm -hmm. but um you know, if you think about it, like Tumblr lost like a huge group because not only did you lose like your creators or your content creators, you also lost users who would go to this place they thought was a safe space to look at this mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. And so, you know, if you if they're running off of ad space and say, say they're making, you know, just to throw out there like fifty thousand dollars off of, you know, just off of sex work, and you know, they're an eighty thousand dollar company like let's just go off of that so you have you know the fifty thousand going and so you're left with thirty thousand dollars well you have to cut down your workforce because of that because you've lost Mm -hmm. you've lost the need for them and so you have people who are losing this job just because you know you have people at the corporate level at the you know the board level who are just embarrassed by it you know and get Mm -hmm. rid of not safe for work content for no other reason than you know they're embarrassed And, and I think and that's ton, wrong. Yeah, there's there's tons of stuff like that. And the thing, the thing definitely that I'm always a big proponent of is I think unfortunately a lot of this stuff happens and people mm-hmm. say give it give the outrage necessary, but then it kind of doesn't go anywhere. And like for me, the big thing that I am keeping eyes and ears on is all the stuff going in the video game industry. Mm-hmm. Uh because that, that is a fucking flaming pile of rubbish that's uh, yeah. now becoming a nuclear site. I, I haven't like read up on a lot of that because like oh. I always it's it's just yeah. yeah, I it's it's hard for me to to look into it for one thing because you know it's hard to see. And I, I realize that's that's very bad because there are people who who had to live it. Mm-hmm. And my heart like goes out to them for that. Like, but like I didn't get into it because like for one, I don't really support those companies anyway. So me like learning about it and getting outraged, like it it doesn't do anything. No, exactly. Yeah. Like, but yeah, <clears throat> that, that that's what frustrates me because it's like getting outraged is cathartic, but it doesn't fix anything. Like, and it it's one of these things where it's like the power of the people, mm-hmm. as in the consumers, is a fundamental part of a transaction. If you don't buy the stuff. They have they have to make the they have to make the considerations that you want because they're fucked. Like it's it's a very simple thing, and it just annoys me seeing people get pissed off about something that a company has done and it's fucking abhorrent. But then like a month later, gushing about the new products they've brought out, and it's like that that's not on. Like that that just frustrates me. And I've seen so so many people do mm-hmm. that. Uh, from all all strat, like yeah. the, the super popular, everyone knows them people to like friends that I've known. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it's just really hard. And and I'm not saying like, haha, it's a super easy solution that I have right here for you. Like, I, it's something that conflicts me as well. It's yeah. just, uh, it annoys me. I didn't think we'd go into this. I didn't our, either. Our, like, no, yeah. Yeah, I thought we would just do some funny things like, haha, you guys call elevators lifts and you're like, haha, you call flats apartments. I didn't think we'd get into, you know, sex work and, you know, the, the problematic video well, game industry, which it's, 
I, to me, though, I think because I was actually thinking about this. Um, I was I was watching some content creators. I'm not going to say names because that that's just cruel. But I remember watching it, thinking like, I I don't think I have a friendship like this where all they do is like shit talk each other constantly on mm-hmm. like the, the medium. And I was casting like, to be honest, like it's actually it, like when I was younger, I used to think that was quite funny. But I do look at that and go, nah, that that's not the kind of friendship I want. And I'm very relieved to see I don't have that friendship. And I think at least why I'm very good friends with you and and Laura and Megan is because while we do this, sit and play and roll dice, and I know people talk about that as being childish or whatever, and that's just silly. That is Mm -hmm. silly. We also respect each other as adults and we actually think about real world problems and we treat each other with respect while we're doing that. And I would love to say that like we're hamming this up and we're saying all this shit for like because because we're on camera but no they, these are the conversations that we yeah. have yeah, on the, camera as well yeah that's that's one thing i really like about about us honestly is you know we're all very genuine people like we don't really we don't really put on an act it's it's just yeah. us um yeah. and i mean i think i tease you like the most out of everybody and it's even yeah. like not that bad like i do no. tease you about <laughs> about uh eric and how i'm gonna find some way to get him into to get a, in the track yeah, yeah, yeah and i yeah i i think it's it, yeah. i wouldn't have done that because you know i'm my youngest so i get like a lot of laughs out of making people do things they like that just annoy them yeah it's I, and, yeah it's but it, it it comes from us both like knowing each other and, mm-hmm. and knowing where our boundaries lie it, it just it always seems to me very like just not comfortable mm-hmm. when i'm seeing people like trash talk yeah just like i know i know you guys all like kiss and make up at the end of it because you don't mm-hmm. actually hate each other but the, i i don't know how comfortable i would be with that especially if you do that as like your job like yeah yeah like which yeah there, there there are some some content creators out there who i watch their shows or i listen to it and like like they'll just like just like like the the GM or the keeper will like just shit on like one of their players like more so than others or you know something like that you know or like you know picking favorites or whatever and I'm like I I, I don't understand how you can really yeah. do that because I don't know um you know I I I I definitely consider you all like some of my my you know if I don't want to say best friend because my wife is my best friend but yeah. you guys are, are definitely my better friends <laughs> I'm not fighting her for the position yeah right <laughs> I have too much respect for her to do that no oh, yeah she has friend. to put up with me 24 7 so yeah, exactly yeah totally yeah but, but but and 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 to say this there's no shame like if if you like to trash talk your friends and you do all that kind of like ah you I don't yeah. know I don't actually want to say anything hurtful to Ray I like I don't know like you are oh you person hey you like i don't know i can't think off the top of my head like if that's how your friendship works that's great i'm yeah. just saying for me super not comfy like i'm yeah. just gonna be like oh i'm sorry i, I didn't know how you're it's kind of like, like it's kind of like whenever you go over to your friend's house to stay the night and their parents start fighting and your friend's like oh yeah they do this all the time it's fine and you're just and you're like, like okay yeah it, it, it it's not it's not again comfortability which mm-hmm. is definitely uh yeah, it's definitely a thing. I I do think it's funny, like on reflection as well. It, it's quite interesting because I I realized <laughs> I realized like I 
like only a couple of weeks ago, like I had a lot of my friends also have been older than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I, I do not expect you to divulge your age, but you are older than me. Like that's just yeah. No, I'm. I don't mind. Yeah. I'm 31. Yeah, I feel yeah. much well, older yeah. because, like, I had a kid at 18, and boy, do kids age you up. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I'm I'm you know I'm physically 31, but you know, uh, it, emotional trauma. I'm you know probably in my 40s. But it, it, yeah, no. But I respect that. Not not the emotional trauma. I respect. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, I respect that. I realize this because um, for those who don't know, I I do stuff on other channels. Uh, mm-hmm. I I am a bit of a floozy in that regard. So uh, same here. Like, yeah, I'm, so I'm like scary. on, and a lot of the stuff I'm on, I am usually the youngest person there. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I said, the aforementioned Dragonborn Doug is probably the only situation where I'm not. Uh, and it's very interesting because I I realized that probably has given me part of the perspective that i have as i'm friends with you guys and it's like oh gosh and again i'll say this up front and i've said this to ray and ray's always super nice about it but it's like i get it i am definitely the diva of the group i'm always (laughs) just coming in and being like okay oh let's get this started i've not got my audacity up and i i've not recorded oh shit ray i've recorded in the wrong thing and you're just sitting there like oh god but it, it it is it is very um i yeah it, it it's funny because it's like <laughs> you guys imagine they've got like lives and and kids or 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 in laura's case like nieces and nephews and things like that laura has just cats too in. yeah yeah and cats yeah, yeah cats yeah, yeah. and I, I just come in and i'm just like yeah <laughs> i'm here i'm here everybody let's get started exactly yeah, yeah. You, I, I, do, on... I do walk in with like a feather boa and <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, darlings. Um, I used to do a lot of theater. So let me tell you, uh, you are not the most frustrating person I have ever worked with well, in a creative space. Well, I, so, okay. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. It, 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 it is interesting though, because it's, 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 it definitely makes me want to not be like that. Not because again, being me is bad, but like, I, I do want to, to give more it's part of why we're doing this because i was like hell yeah i want to talk with ray and and, and do something for the yeah the show yeah even yeah. I, i'm really hoping the one person listening to this. <laughs> no, i, I no, hope no. Well, i hope one people. person does but like you know i know there are people who who like really enjoyed our q a and i i really loved like you know recording that and you know whatever it was all said and done i was like i don't really want to edit out any of this because it's just so genuinely us Mm-hmm. And so I did like very minimal edits on that and then, you know, put it out and, um, you know, it's, it's been pretty pro- popular. Um, mm-hmm. I can actually it, like pull up the numbers. It, it's funny though, as well, because I like, how do I put this? It, okay. So again, now we, now we get all serious. Not really. Yeah. Well, I guess. Um, so a common thing that gets talked about in these spaces is parasocial relationships, right? Mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. familiar with them yeah yeah uh, for those who don't know it's the idea that you have a personal relationship with somebody because you you watch their content uh it's a lot bigger now but it's always been a thing like people would read a book and feel that that book was written for them and it's a it's a human thing that you're not a bad person for for me having those that feeling mm-hmm. um but you know you're not meant to you know um and it's one of these things where it's like when I when I started doing this with with you guys and in, in in other spheres, uh, I came in with the same thing. I think every creator from anything does. I'm not going to be different. I'm just going to be me, and I'm going to be normal and natural. 
But I realize now, listening back to recordings and and just doing this, it's like, oh God, no, I there is a different person. Not like night and day levels of difference. Right, right. But yeah, like the person that you hear when we do an episode is nigh, but the nigh for $2 creature feature. And there's the nigh for, you know, Garbla Games and, mm-hmm. and Dragonborn Dog and nigh Twitter. Nigh Twitter just retweets stuff. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's all he does. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which I appreciate and, getting stuff out, but yeah. Yeah, it's whatever. I, I literally do nothing else with it. Uh, and yeah, so like, I guess, I don't know, if you want to make stuff, just bear that in mind. Like, you will probably cut, because you can't, you, you shouldn't put 100% of yourself into your work, because your work mm-hmm. isn't you. It's a part of you, and it, it's an important part. Like, fucking hell, like, we all love doing this. It's just, like, <laughs> we also do this. But was, I'm saying this because, like, even now, we're we're probably not putting 100% Ray and 100% Nye here, but I, I feel very comfortable and it, it's nice. It's nice yeah. just to talk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I completely agree. I was, I was thinking about that the other day I recorded an episode with role players, which is another podcast that I'm on, uh, but, <laughs> we're but just it's name dropping. Podcasts. Yeah. We're just, a, we're, yeah. Bravo. Hey, have a solder show. We'll just promo you too. No. Um, but yeah, I, I, I help out with role players um, a bit. Like I'm not as involved because they have a huge cast and, you know, you, yeah. it's, it's kind of more of like, you know, wherever you have time come in and throw up a story. Yeah, you're like when Batman's in Scooby-Doo, like, it's exactly. Like, oh my God, exactly. Gee, Willikers, it's Batman. <laughs> I, I don't care the situation. Anytime you compare me to Batman, you say that I'm like Batman. I'm going to. Yeah, fully exactly. Respond. Yeah. I knew, I knew you would love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I was Batmaning over at role players. And uh, we recorded, this is kind of a spoiler if this comes up before that episode. Um, we recorded an episode that turned really raunchy, which is something, you know, like I really don't do on two hour creature feature. Um, so, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of the things we talked about, like not doing just because like in the first yeah, season, it's a, com- it's, yeah, it's a it's comfort thing. thing. Yeah. But, you know, in this one, um, in role players, I have a character who like, one of his backgrounds with another one of the characters is like, they kind of have the will they won't they. And, Mm. you know, we've been playing up with it and they just recently like, you know, officially became a couple. And then, you know, they, they were getting chased and they like hit out in a a pair like a pocket dimension, like somebody's um, God, what is it called? A Haven. And, and, you know, they, everybody was like, kind of like relaxing, like in their own thing. And, um, there was just a moment like it just came like you know what i think this is a good time for this and you know we did a fade to black like between my character and this other character and meanwhile everybody else is like having you know these deep you know conversations you know because it was a very like serious episode like we and this other player like in the background like you know rolling stats to see you know the the details of the the coitus and yeah just like cracking up laughing um and that's that's just a side I've, i've never really like done like professionally so it was i don't know i don't know why i'm bringing that up no don't worry about it well i i'm I'm gonna see your tears but you have to cut it because this does come out before that episode you're like oh i can't spoil it oh no no i am totally gonna spoil it and adam if you listen to this adam and Sierra are probably gonna listen to this and you know it's okay i I don't i don't know how much overlap we have in audiences so well i mean (laughs) We listened to oh, what are the ones? Oh, there we go. It's fine. Now you spoiled. No, it's fine. Uh. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, like, obviously, 
uh, we were going to just keep doing this for eternity because we are immortal. Yes. yes. <laughs> we are the Lich Kings. Huzzah. But in all seriousness, it's like, yeah, like it's it's fun exploring this stuff. It is hard because mm-hmm. like you want to do what you're what you what you think people like mm-hmm. and what you know you 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 like doing. But you know, as I always say, it's like getting a different flavor of ice cream. It's okay if you don't like it, but you've mm-hmm. got to try. Yeah. You know, maybe you find out you don't like rum and raisin, and then you try, I don't know mint chalk chip i don't know what person has not tried mint chalk chip before like the age of six but there you go that could happen uh but yeah like you just gotta try things and not just creatively but like just in general in life you you need to like push your horizons out and obviously don't push them so far that you can't maintain them because you don't want to start something you really enjoy and then never do it <laughs> I I don't I don't do that. Looks at the twenty <laughs> projects saying, <laughs> oh, God, don't, don't even get me started. I've got like I have like five different RPGs in my head that I want to make, and um, oh, totally, yeah. And the bundle I just dropped of our mysteries, which you can now find on my itch at mrray.itch.io, um, for our like has has been one of my best selling like products to ever put out, and so now I'm like super energized to start putting out more rpgs and i think now i'm going to start like delving into deeper stuff like mm-hmm. like i've for a while i've been just putting out like one page rpgs and now i want to like put out like a little more developed a little more fleshed out stuff yeah no, totally yeah but yeah um yeah you talk about just having a lot of products you want to do and for whatever reason yeah. you're just not getting into it all it, it, i mean it's hard it, it's hard mm-hmm. and, and like it's not ideal, like it's something I'm trying to confront, which is not starting things to compensate for not finishing other things. Because mm-hmm. I know that's a bad thing that I do. And I am trying to get things finished. At least just not even published, just I have finished this. Mm-hmm. It, it is to the point that I am satisfied with. There we go. Um, but yeah, like it's tough. I'm now, I'm now feeling like <laughs> I really I feel bad now because this was meant to just be a super like chill. We talk about castles or something, and now it's like really <laughs> introspective and meta. And okay, I feel well, guilty now, yeah. Let me let me change up topics by asking okay. you yeah. um, one of the most requested questions I ever get. Um, Nye, yeah. is your full name Niles? No. Okay. I, I don't no, know I'm why kidding. people that's, say this. Yeah, that's no, that's not something anybody ask. I was just like taking a shower the other day. You know, shower thoughts. And I was like, oh, I wonder if Nye like is short for Niles, which I know it's not. It's just no, no. I don't I don't think anyone is. I, I know there's like names that rhyme with that, like Giles, and mm-hmm. that's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. But like, yeah, no, I that that's happened a couple of times, but it's what happens when you have a contraction for a first name. Because that's what Nye is. It's a contraction for a Niren. Contraction? Is that the word? Is is there... like a a diminutive that's it okay diminutive not a contraction sorry a diminutive for a first name it's like when people say oh my name is tim it's like oh short for timothy it's like i mean yeah but like (laughs) it's not the 18th century you can just call me tim like yeah my uh um oddly enough my father-in-law uh is danny like that's his birth name and he gets yeah he gets like he gets irrationally upset whenever people call him Daniel. 
Because he's like, like that's, that's not it. That's not my name. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's so. fair. Yeah. Is he also a phantom? No. No. That would be cool. Not yet. Yeah. Oh. Half fan, half ghost. Yeah. Half ghost. Yeah, half because Dying Phantom's not actually like dead. He's he's a half ghost because he's yeah. got ghost powers. Well, I mean, yeah. technically everybody's a half ghost. Like we're a ghost inside of, you know, that's anchored into a fleshy prison. Yeah, but I can't fly through walls, right? <laughs> not <laughs> Which yet. I want to do. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah. It's, okay. It, uh, so if you were going to be a cryptid, what, what would you be? What would you want to be? be? Uh, oh, a shapeshifter, because then I could be lots of different type of cryptids. I wouldn't have their powers, but I'd look like them. And, and that's, 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 that's really always my Gao Geo free card. What's your What's the superpower you want? I want power mimicry. There we go. <laughs> all the superpowers I want, and I'm fine if you want to give me like a weakness, like it only lasts for a short period of time, or you get an ineffectual like copy. Like uh, there was like an, I can yeah I can create bonfires and there I was a, a matchstick flame. It's like fuck it. I think I'll go for it. I think um I think he was from Generation X in the comics. Um, but yeah, there was there was a guy who had power mimicry, but he could only mimic powers of those he's around. Uh, that's mimic, isn't it? Uh, like he mimics the powers of the well, X Men. Yeah, but he can only have hybrid. He can sex. only have so many, but it doesn't matter. Like how far he is. This guy like oh, okay. had to be like close, and I can't remember his name. But yeah, it it's it's interesting because I'm not. So we were talking about this ages ago now uh, yeah. about like our different spheres of influence, uh, spheres of influence, our different um, spheres of knowledge, like the mm-hmm. Venn diagram. And recently, I have been pestering Ray with anime things, uh, which I love. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Ray, stop <laughs> throwing them at me now! Fuck's sake. Uh, but yeah, it's it's the it's actually a really common thing now with with anime is very meta powers like that. I mean, it always kind of has been, but it's very popular now with the the isekai genre that is still going. It's been going since the mid twenty tens. Uh, but yeah, it's I'm gonna leave my derision in in there for for all to hear. Um, but yeah, it's. It's interesting because, like, that's my kind of sphere of influence. Of you know, I keep saying mm-hmm. sphere of influence. What the fuck is wrong with me? I mean, it, uh, sphere it, of knowledge. Knowledge. But, there we go. I mean, I I always subscribe to the belief that everything that you know you 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 are interested in, everything you have knowledge of, is an influence on you anyway. So fair enough. Yeah, that's, that's fair. That's me telling I, you. You're you're right, buddy. Keep it up. Oh, thank you. But my brain is angry <laughs> with me. So uh, there you go. Um, but yeah, it's it. It's interesting because it's like it, it is a power that I'm just like, yeah, fuck it. Like if, if we're boon superheroes, which we I think we did, like we did a we did a private game a while ago, and I was like, Yeah, I want power memory create. You were like, okay. And then we both were like, oh boy, power memory create is weirdly complicated. <laughs> yeah, we did that in a we were playing a home game of Mutants and Masterminds. Yeah. Which which I I love the system, but it is it is so crunchy and mm-hmm. a lot of math. Like I, I, my dream is to one day make a a simple super system, which I sort of did with three baddies and a baby. But that that that's the thing, though. It's it's this because, like, to me at least, superheroes, superhero TTRPGs are kind of my white whale because it's like with like fantasy and sci-fi and all this kind of stuff, the granularity can ebb and flow, and I'm never too fussed. Like, obviously, there's a certain point where. Um, if it gets too granular, I go, eh, I might do something a little less mathsy. But for the most part, it's like, yeah, okay, cool. I'm fine with that. 
Like I, I've been playing Traveller a couple of times. Uh, and Traveller, for those who don't know, quite granular, uh, quite brutal if you don't know what you're doing and you have a GM who encourages that. Thankfully, I don't. The GM I had was lovely. Is, isn't and, Traveller and, like one of, the, one of those games that you can kill yourself making your character? Yep. So yeah, we'll explain this meme. So basically, the way Traveller works is that you start at the age of 18 and a traveler is somebody who is basically kind of a roving every person. Like you have goals, obviously. It's just like D&D. It's basically, yeah, actually that's an easy way to explain it. It's the dungeon hobo equivalent for a sci-fi setting. It's like, okay, you're adventurers. Okay, you're travelers. It's the same thing. Mm -hmm. But the way it works is that as you as you progress you can go as far as you want so say you don't want to start at 18 and starting at 18 is not ideal because you basically just come out of space high school or space yeah and you have nothing you have your physical stats and you have a couple of stats you get at the start of your character creation and that's it which kind of makes sense because you're an 18 year old who's leaving their planet for the first time however you can progress a certain number of levels so the character uh progression goes by four years and you can do things in those four years so most of the time it's like do you want to do university do you want to join the military do you just want to be a, a wanderer blah 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 there's all these things i'm not going to go into if you're interested in traveler check out for yourself but yeah it goes like that how you can die is that once you hit a certain age which i think is 40 or no is it 30 it's between the 30s and the 40s you start taking negatives on your physical stats. Well, I feel physical that, yeah. Yeah, and physical stats are your hit points. Mm -hmm. You have three physical stats, which is basically like Dini equivalent, so being your your strength, your agility, and your just con. health. Yeah, yeah your con. Um, but yeah, they deteriorate over time. So if you go long enough or get some really bad uh, random events, because there are random events for each block of four years uh you just you can die mm -hmm. uh i will say though uh we we had a game on garblag where somebody was in prison and you have to leave prison or try and escape and stuff like that and they kept rolling and they ended up being like 80 years old because <laughs> they kept never getting out of prison so yeah they had to keep going because they couldn't be in prison for the start of the game um i will say though uh Contrary to the memes, it's only if you're having, I would say, if you have a, a, a DM that's kind of pulling your leg a bit, mm -hmm. or if you're kind of pushing the boat out. Um, what can happen, though, is you get stats that you're just like, oh, oh, God. So my guy, uh, I wanted him to be a vet, right? A space vet. Uh, I got a bad role and had to join the army forcibly because i got conscripted uh and fun fact this is where traveler comes in you have a stat which is basically your social hierarchy stat which mm -hmm. if you roll high enough on that you could have like skirted uh conscription yeah. uh thank god that doesn't happen in real life yeah no, no. Wink. uh and yeah basically uh, i didn't have it high enough so i had to be i had to be like an army scout or something which is i think i got to pick what army thing I went into, but it gets worse because I got another random role where I apparently caused a diplomatic issue and I created a war. So the <laughs> meme was that I was like the e well, I wasn't evil. I was I was I think I was quite nice as I was playing him, but I was like, yeah, I'm 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 this I'm the space vet who never actually got to be a vet. Um who 
became a soldier who started the current ongoing war. I mean, you you technically were a vet, just a different kind of vet. Yeah, a veteran. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, yeah. Um, But to go back to my point, superhero games, I've just not found one that doesn't have that balance. The closest I've come to, and I've played this in a home game with you, Ray, is um, OVA, which is. Yeah. Love which is OVA. An anime OVA is fantastic. I, I have to run that with you at some point again when we get the time. Yeah. Um, basically, it's just an anime game. Uh, you can run an anime. And the thing I really enjoy about it is the way the moves, let's say, work mm-hmm. is that you can tailor them to like, I want to do a sports anime. Cool. You can basically just tailor all the moves to like, like you could play a football or for the Americans at home, a soccer game I, I think actually in japan they call it soccer because i think, I think yeah i think it, we've I, I would imagine it was introduced from uh america i would assume i don't know why i, I don't know from europe i i could probably ask jason who's the gm for memes of the week if okay he, he could clear that up because he lives in he lives in uh japan so oh cool yeah, okay yeah. cool uh because i know baseball was big yeah, like, is big and, and that, their and that baseball was a big thing. Their baseball is so much cooler than ours. Like they <laughs> they make a whole thing out of it, like a whole production. Like people are out there in like costumes and like meanwhile we have you know guys out in in you know hand me down jockey outfits. So Japan wins whenever it comes to baseball. I I don't care. Game over. It's no longer America's pastime. It's Japan's. <laughs> That's fair enough. But where I was coming from was like. OVA is perfect. Though. You can mm-hmm. do sports anime. You can do slice of life. It, whatever you and your players are comfortable with, you can tailor the game. I actually spent a long time before I started doing all this, uh, like just making different genres for OVA because I love it that much. Um, but the thing with that is, though, it, it's an anime system that is being modified for superheroes. And again, that's totally fine. It's just like that's the closest I've ever come to. and. Mm-hmm my nerd in me is like i really i really i don't know there's a weird part of it that's like i don't know superheroes and anime they don't have to live in the same you know i they can they can have their own rooms we they're old enough now they should have their own rooms i don't know where this metaphor is going yeah, a, a super it. a superhero anime would never work i know before uh, people freak out i i'm a huge fan of my hero academia and one punch man so yeah, 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 don't don't just, at us with all yeah. the anime. And I've I've watched all the weird ones before any of you, not the bad weird ones, the good ones. Like, uh, oh shit, I need to recommend some of these to you at some point. We'll yeah, get definitely. we'll do that at a later point because I have quite a few. So I, I did I did like because okay, I'll, I'll do the superhero thing and then we'll talk about the anime. Um, yeah, basically, I, I just have a tough time with the superhero stuff because it's like there isn't a perfect setting. I do love my weird, it has one stat and you roll at games. And I found a couple of them, uh, a really good uh, contest that I'm hoping will run this year at the time of recording is the 200 word RPG. Mm-hmm. And there was a really fun, well, not fun, like interest, like a really interesting superhero thing where it's basically like, yeah, you are the superhero, but your stats, the your hit points are like your personal connections. So like to the city, to the people living in the city, oh, to your actual personal cool. friends. So when, and basically when you're in a fight, you can, you basically have to choose it, it, like what takes damage. And there are certain thresholds. So like early on, it's like, oh, it's a bit tough, but it's all right, it'll persevere. And if you get too low, uh, like obviously it's really tragic. But the interesting thing is you don't stop. 
like you're a superhero. You you are basically the Superman, and it's more uh, looking at how you as a. I really wish I knew what the name of it was. That's very. That's very Eisner-esque. Yeah, it really is interesting. Um, this is my show. Check out the two hundred word RPG. They they're amazing. They put all of they put all of the contestants up on PDFs that you can just mm-hmm. take from their website, and obviously, like it sources them. And if you do play them, you it's a courtesy to say who made it because they usually put like their Twitter IDs or their blogs or whatever. But yeah, it, it was amazing. Um, where I was going with that was like while I enjoy them, I, I do like having a bit of granularity with my superhero thing. So, um. Sorry, oh, sorry. I, just just going off of this idea, um, I think we should try out. Um, I think it's called Tiny Superheroes. Oh it, yes. yes, I don't know if, how familiar you are with it. It's a D six system. That, I have heard of it. Yeah, yeah, and it's sort of like you have your heroic arch- archetypes, and um, you can like customize like what powers you have, and like your archetype like kind of plays into it or plays out of it. So I think it'd be something really fun mm-hmm. we could play around with. Maybe, you know, if there's enough interest, we'll do it on. Uh, we'll record yeah, it. But... Yeah, I'd be done for that. Um, but yeah, like that, That I'll finish my point, but that, that's just my thing. It's like, I, I, I want to find the perfect medium. And I know, like, there's a philosophical argument that that's not a thing, but I, I just, I want to find wanna, it. You yeah. want to Goldilocks it. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Where, where I'm coming from, though, because uh, I, I do want to finish my point, so recently, uh, as I said, I've been bombarding Ray, and Ray was like, I love, and I've forgotten the name of it already, uh, but it's the cooking show. Oh, and, um, and li- Food Wars. Food Wars, that's it. Yeah. You'd recommend a food, you'd said like, oh, I love Food Wars. And I was like, Ray, hold on to your butt. I'm about to recommend you a shit ton of cooking anime. Uh, and I did. I think I recommend you uh, Sweetness and Lightning was one. Yeah. Remember. Which, yeah. That's, is that, that's the one with the, dad and his daughter and his daughter yeah 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 that that one looks like it's like right up my alley like it's one i'm gonna have to watch with my kid and we're gonna cry the whole time because oh yeah it, it's it's yeah. quite heartfelt it's yeah it, it there's a lot of them like that um and i would recommend that but the, yeah it's it, to, to end on it because i think we're gonna wrap up yeah i think we're, we're about time okay so um like that I, to me that's why I enjoy doing this because I get to talk to you and, and Laura like Laura isn't here to defend herself so I'm going to say this one of the most exceptionally great things about being friends with Laura is that Laura as I said um doesn't share a lot of the same hobbies that we do right yeah but yeah. when you get on topic that Laura knows oh my enjoys, gosh yeah yeah it's so much fun because Laura's just like oh I had yes we must yes. talk about this and it's Oh, it's great! It's I, yeah, it's it's, it's true. And you learn so much. <laughs> yeah, it's I think fantastic. I think uh, you know what? I'll say this: if either we get three thousand downloads, or <laughs> or this just gets like a lot of like clamor and a lot of people asking for more of this, um, we'll do an episode with Laura, and we will only talk about stuff that Laura likes. Damn right. Okay, I'm I'm done for that. I'm, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm and then we can that. do one with Megan too, because I feel like Megan like absolutely has stuff that she could fill. Oh yeah, it's great. It, it's it's joyous. It, it's joyous. I I, I Meg, see, but that's the thing. We, we do intend to have Megan like dropped like an amazing bombshell to me though, where it's like, yeah, Megan was talking about like some of the stuff that she does. Uh I, I'll let her because hopefully you'll have to find out what it is. But she just said it so casually, I was like, oh my god, Megan, that's so cool what you do. 
and she was like well i mean yeah it's like i'm like no that's like that's like mind-blowing <laughs> what you do i i want i i want to know everything about it and she was like oh, okay cool yeah i'll <laughs> i'll tell you I, I have I an like, idea yes. of what it might be because I know she's pretty involved with like, like um, I think she has like a movie podcast or she's a part of a yep. film festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. film festival. I, I, okay, there you go. I, I don't okay. mind kids as a secret. The film festival yeah. stuff is amazing. I'm just like, oh, holy shit. Yeah, I don't. I'll, I'll be honest. I don't know a ton about Megan, um, just because, uh, like, I know her through Q Times, and you know, uh, she's she's collaborated with me. And the show on a lot of like different artwork and um, just different stuff like that. So um, I don't, I still don't know like a ton about her because, you know, we, we've been just like going like pedal to the metal on season two. So, you know, I'm really excited to just like learn more stuff about like what she does. And I'd love to learn more about like her show. So anyways, yeah, if this gets really popular, um, you know, we might just do a spinoff podcast where we just talk for an hour or something like that. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, yeah, for uh, Across the Pondcast, I have been your host, Mr. Ray. Oh. And, yes. and you've been my co-host. Um, yes, I have been your co-host. Nah, yes. Nah, I don't yeah. know. Do, do I shill? I don't, I don't know what to shill. Um, I don't have anything to show. Yes, just follow us on just, Twitter. Yeah, go, and Yeah. yeah. I, I usually retweet stuff. Just go go on the, the $2 one and, and you'll find me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go to, go to at two dollar creature feature and you'll find us. Um, yeah, or, you I'm know. Working. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for stopping by. Thank you for indulging us, and thank you all so much for the two thousand downloads. Like I, I, I can't tell you. Like I, I never thought we'd make two thousand. I just thought this would be a fun little thing, and no. you just blown my expectations out of the water. So thank you I, for being so awesome, yeah. y'all. Yeah, right. and I'm gonna say he he's been really excited. He's just he's been like we're getting there now. I'm like yeah 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 yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I, we've been waiting for this. So thank you for letting us have it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. All right, bye everybody. Bye.